Welcome to another episode of Permission to be Wealthy. I'm your host, Hasha Chen, and you'll be happy to know that every episode on this podcast is geared towards reminding you that you deserve wealth with ease. In addition to today's episode, I have a free gift for you. It's my 30-day guided wealth with ease journal. It's meant to support you on your wealth creation journey. Go ahead and grab your free copy at wealthwitheasenow.com. Ladies, do you feel like the love you truly want and deserve is not showing up in your life no matter what you do? Well, it's time to stop settling for less because certified love attraction expert, Deanna Washington is ready to guide you to become a magnet for quality relationships so you can finally attract the love you've been wanting and praying for. For nearly a decade, Deanna has been guiding professional women just like you to overcome their subconscious blocks and develop radical self-love that attracts healthy and meaningful relationships. Don't let the love that you deserve pass you by any longer. Take control of your love life by heading over to destinationdiana.com. That's destinationdiana.com. Welcome to another episode of Permission to be Wealthy. I am so excited for today's episode. I am Tasha Chen, your host. And as you know, these conversations are always geared to inspire and support women in the knowing that they deserve to have wealth with ease. And this gentleman that I'm about to share with all of you, you can thank me later, has got the most incredible story I've read in a long time. And we're going to talk a lot about what we believe to be possible and what we think is impossible. And so Jeff is the host of You Are the Solution to Impossible. He's got his own podcast and practices what he preaches. He played in 2004 Paralympic Games in Athens, Greece, and is a silver medalist in wheelchair basketball. He's a national champion in the wheelchair NBA and the four-time All-Star MVP. Oh my gosh, Jeff has also won the St. George's Marathon, two Guinness Book World Records, an award-winning book titled Impossible Desire, and we can go on. Bottom line is, someone says he's the 1% of the 1%. I love that. Thank you. So Jeff, I want to jump right in yes. and ask you, do you think wealth is possible for all? Absolutely. And it's a great question. And um, and what's interesting here is um, I believe that uh, God created all things. All things were created by God and God wants us to have all things, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so and so we we think like, oh, no, we can't have this. We can't have that. We, we find excuses on on why we can't do this or do that. But I really do think that uh, there is enough out there for everyone to be wealthy. Oh my gosh, I love it. He is speaking our language. God created us to have all things and to be able to do all things. And one of the things that I'm always saying is, you know, God wouldn't give us a desire that we didn't have everything that's needed to fulfill, right? Mm -hmm. So I also believe that our purpose for being here is to experience abundance. What do you think? Absolutely. And, and, and abundance for me, the definition of abundance isn't like, I've got a million dollars in the bank account. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I know a lot of people who have a ton of money in the bank account, but they are just empty inside. Yeah. And yeah. when I say guys, I mean gals and, you know, gals and guys, and, and they have a ton of money, but they are empty inside and they don't have a purpose and they don't have passion, but they have a ton of money. 
Yeah. Which leads me to, so in this moment right here, sitting in front of me right now, yes. the present moment, how would you define wealth for you? Yeah. Wealth is knowing what you want and where you want to go. Ooh. Wealth is knowing what you want and where you want to go. Yeah. So it doesn't include having things. Knowing what you want, that 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 could entail a lot of things. It could yeah. it could be material things. It could be, uh, you know, wisdom. It yeah. could be social. Yeah. It could be physical. It could be spiritual. Yeah. You know, I think that I think there's I call it a two fifty two lifestyle. Yeah. So wealth for me is a two fifty two lifestyle. Okay, tell us about that. So you got two. You got the two and the two in between the five. No. So a two fifty two lifestyle. Yeah. The five is the five building blocks that holds up the bridge that gets you from point A to point B. Oh, I love it. Because you got to know where you are, and you got to know where you want to go before you can get there. And most people don't know where they want to go. Mm. So none of this matters. If you don't know where you want to go, if you don't want you, if you don't know what you want, then none of this matters. None of this matters whatsoever. All these things that we're going to be talking about yeah. does not matter. But here's the problem, Tasha, is that people are always telling people, you got to know what your why. You got to know your why. You got to know what you want. You got to know what your dream is. But they never teach you how to get it. Right. Right? Like, yeah. You just got to have it. Yeah. Like, okay, eventually. So how do you do that? Well, over, you know, 30 years of practice and, and um, figuring it out and duplicating it and fine-tuning it. And finally, you know, forging it into some gold nuggets, we've discovered how to figure out what you want. Well, I call it dream weaving. Ooh, I love it. In less than 10 minutes, we can, we can teach you what your dream is, what your purpose is, what your passion is, where you want to go. Yeah. It doesn't always take 10 minutes. A lot of times what we do is we start unpacking it and then it becomes like, oh my goodness, we got to spend 10 hours on just that simple question. Yeah. What's your dream? What is it that you want? Yeah. But the unfortunate, the unfortunate, uh, you know, sadness for me is most people don't know what they want, but the majority of us know what we don't want. Ooh. And then be, where our focus goes, our energy flows. And so if we're always talking about what we don't want, we're going to end up getting what we don't want. And so wealth to me is knowing what you want and where you're going. Oh my gosh. I have to say that I have never heard <laughs> in all of my interviews and even in my own journey, I've never heard that definition and my mind is going crazy right now. I'm having to slow it down because I want to ask so many other questions around that. But, but I know that to be true. When you are clear on what you want, I always say it's like awareness is 80 to 90% of the solution, right? So it's like just by knowing, just by being clear about where you want to go and the desire that you want to achieve or experience or have, of wealth, it is in and of itself the definition of wealth because you almost can, you, you're, you literally already have it, right? By knowing what it is that you want, you also have within it, it's like the Napoleon Hill uh, quote that says, this, every seed has the equivalent of everything that's needed for it to be fully materialized, mm -hmm. right? So just knowing what you want, whether it's in wealth or health or relationships, is also... Um, is also part of the definition of wealth. Okay, my well, mind right. is blown. So can I can I, can I finish the two fifty two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for so, it. So so part of wealth is is a two fifty two lifestyle. So you got the two the two bookends, and you got the five building blocks that holds up the bridge that gets you get that gets you from point A to point B. And there's so many people. I don't know if you've ever if this has ever happened to you before. Like people are like listen, I know how to get 
I know how to get to point B. I know how to get, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But you got to buy A, B, and C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're like, okay, well, I want X, Y, and Z, so I'm going to purchase A, B, and C, but you end up with PDQ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that before? You're like, chicken okay, sandwich okay, I get from PDQ. <laughs> I want a Chick-fil-A, but I ended up with PDQ. There you go. That's pretty funny. And so you're like, okay, what's, what's happening here? So I, I'm not going to buy anything else. I'm not going to do anything else because that was wrong. Yeah. And, and so a lot of people are like, well, the way to get from point E to point B to, to bridge that gap is to create goals. Yeah. And and then they so they build the bridge, but they have nothing to support that bridge. And so the bridge collapse mm. before they can cross that gap. Yeah. Before they can cross the divide. And so the 252, the five building blocks is, is the arch that holds up that bridge that you're going to create to get across that gap. But you first have to have this this arch in place. And so there's five building blocks that uh, that hold it up. And then of course you've got the two on two areas on both sides. And, and there's four areas of your life because we get overwhelmed. We try to complicate things. And I'm just trying, it's all about simplifying it. Mm. Trying to find the simplicity on the far side of complexity. How can I simplify my life? And, and so I believe there's four areas in our life that if we just focus on those four areas, we're going to have a well-aligned life. And then that's where, that's where wealth comes from, is going yeah. back to knowing what you want. Yeah. And knowing where you're going. Yeah. And of course, how to get there. Mm. All right. I love it. We've come full circle. One of the things that I I found so, you know, it's easy to be impressed by others like, wow, you've achieved so much, you know, like you you've created this incredible life for yourself. And that is true. I did feel that way as I read all these incredible accolades about you. And the thing that I personally find the most valuable when I when I talk to another human being is that moment where you understand your power, that moment where you truly come to the knowing of who you are, what you're capable of, the power that you have, and how for how that happened for you, but also how it gave you the knowledge about what's possible and impossible and how people perceive that. Yeah, I love that. And Tasha, can I ask you, what's what's your superpower? Dreaming. <laughs> Honestly, I I I think the fact that I am so so great at dreaming up my life, visioning, fantasizing, yeah. like just seeing it as real is the thing that blows my mind about what I'm capable of creating for myself yeah. in my life. Yeah. And I can see that in your eyes because, because I believe every single one of us has the ability to achieve our dreams and desires. Yeah. We come from infinite intelligence. Yeah. We have DNA of deity. Mm. And do we really believe that? We have DNA of, of deity. De of deity. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do we? Here's the thing, Jeff. This is like your turn getting me into like passionate conversation now. I feel like especially in my world. And for, for those of you, you know, the women that, that are listening, many of us are well on our journey, our spiritual journey. And we hear these things mm -hmm. and we feel like we know them to be mm -hmm. true. But then there's this disconnect between I know it, but I don't see the evidence of it in my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you're like, we come from deity and we're like, everyone's shaking their head. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, that's true, right? Mm -hmm. But what does that look like? How does that translate that knowing that I come from deity into like walking and experiencing life right. in that way? Right. And I'm, I'm not here to preach the gospel or anything like that, but I really do believe that we were created in the image of God. Yeah. Male and fem female was, was created in their image, in their likeness. And so, okay, 
So if we are created in their likeness and we have that DNA within us, well, then why can't, why can't we be all powerful? Why can't we be all knowing? Why can't we be all creating? And, and we, we were created to create, I believe. Okay. Have you been listening to my stuff? No. This is the first time. This is the first time. I love this. But, and, I literally and, preach that. We were created to create. What's your purpose here? To create. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and, and you women have a special gift that mm. us men do not. Yes. And, and, and so. We I, like him. We yeah. like him. He knows, he knows the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so again, going back to how do I find the evidence yeah. that this is true? Yeah. You know, you know, your, your listeners can't see me, um, but I'm in a wheelchair. I speak all over the world and I address the elephant in the room about how good looking I am. He is pretty good looking. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can say that because I know that's not true. But the elephant is I'm in a wheelchair and I was paralyzed from the waist down at the age of 21. And I was given a life sentence of never standing, walking or moving my legs again. Yeah. My whole identity was in my physicality. My whole identity was playing football as a receiver. My whole identity was all wrapped up in this and now it was taken away from me. Okay. And the doctor's like, okay, you'll never walk. You'll never move your legs again. But I had a different opinion than him. And people thought I was delusional. People mm. thought I was crazy. Like, you're, mm. you're nuts. And the doctor even showed me the picture of my back. There was a four-inch plate in my back where, you know, there's two screws on top, two screws on the bottom. There's an incision from my belly button to my back, and I can't move. I'm in, a, I'm in the, the bed, and it takes two nurses to get me out of bed. So there's all this evidence stacked up against me, and I'm stacked up against my dream, and stacked against the opinion that I have about what I'm capable of doing. Yeah. I believe I can run and not faint. I can walk and not be weary and I can have a full recovery. I believe that in the bottom of my heart. People think I'm delusional. The doctor yeah. didn't go The doctor told me point blank. He pointed his finger at my, at my chest. He's like, Griff, it's impossible. And mm. gave me all the reasons why I couldn't. Mm. And I believe you, myself and our listeners, we give ourselves all the reasons why we can't. Yeah. And so, there, and so what we need to do here is we need to change the conversation that we're having with ourselves. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't. We, we're looking at all the evidence why we can't do this. We can't do that. By the time we're 17 years old, we hear the word I can't 150,000 times. And that word is poisonous. That word is debilitating. That point, that, that, that word is limiting. And as soon as we think that we can't, our mind accepts it immediately. And so we can't come up with a solution. Yeah. And I always say that every minute you doubt it's possible, you have 60 seconds in finding the solution. Wow. And so the solution is, You've got to look at yourself in the mirror and really know who you are. And if, that's, if that requires day in and day out, reminding yourself of your greatness, of your worth, of your value, not because of what you do, not because of your results, but just because of who you are and where you come from. Yeah. Do you really believe that? And so yeah. if, you, if you're not there yet, well, okay, the solution to pollution is dilution. Let's just put more good in. Let's just put more God in. Let's just put more greatness in you. And so, it, you know, you, you can tell yourself one story or you can tell yourself another story. Oh, my gosh. The thing that I love the most about what you just shared is that, you know, when, when we hear wealth, sometimes for many of us, it feels so larger than life. You know, it's not even being rich, it's being wealthy. And the podcast is called Permission to be Wealthy. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, and I, I am very passionate about my women, we immediately go into, I want it, but gosh, it seems so impossible for me, right? 
And we are the ones giving ourselves the sentence that your doctor gave you, which is impossible. Yeah. We're the ones doing that to ourselves. It's it's not possible for me. And I just I love the idea of just realize you're telling yourself a story every time you say that. And you have in every moment the opportunity to tell a new story mm -hmm. that makes wealth possible mm -hmm. instead of impossible for you. Absolutely. That's just the reality. But you skipped my question, though, Okay. which I'm not letting you off the hook. So was it that moment that you feel when you look back at your life? Was it that moment or the moment shortly thereafter when you really came to the realization of how powerful you are? It's kind of like it's kind of like my journey in, in standing up. As I mentioned, I was given a 0% chance of walking, standing, and moving my legs. I can stand now. Yeah. At the end of my speech, I stand up and the, wow. and the place just like, oh, goes, crap. Ooh. Yeah. What just happened? The air is taken out of yeah. the room because, yeah. because I've eliminated everyone's excuse. Yeah. Of, of, oh, of I their, would pay good money to see that. <laughs> they're of their impossible problem. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you haven't heard my problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem isn't the problem, Tasha, because we all have problems. We all have problems. And so, again, it's going back to this journey of me being able to stand up and not just stand up. I can waddle across the stage now. I call mm. it walking with swagger. And I, I love and, it. And I've even been able to climb to the top of the mountain behind my house, which is 9,711 feet. Wow. Taking every step to the top. Wow. And people see that journey. They see me at the top. They see me crossing the stage. They hear me talking about now I can stand up. But it's been 30 years that I've been paralyzed. Right. This journey has been arduous. It's been slow. It's been to the point where I couldn't even move my, my, my legs. But there was a moment in my life that snapped me out of my mindset, my pity party. I call it in my book, um, one of the mile markers is exiting the sauna of self-pity. Mm, exiting the song of self-pity. The sauna. The sauna. The exiting sauna the sauna of self-pity. Self yes. And where we get in there and we're, we're wallowing in that syrupy, sticky sauna of self-pity. Yeah. And we're just like having a pity party. It's like, hey, come join me. Yeah. We listen to all my excuses. Yeah. And we think we're doing each other a favor by listening to each other's crap. And, uh, and we're not. But fortunately for me, when I was in the hospital, I had a prisoner who was doing therapy at the hospital that asked me a question that set me free from my prison. That mental prison that I was in, yeah. that sauna that I was in. Mm. And he asked me a question that changed my life forever to where I'm, I look at things, I focus on the things that I can do instead of what I can't do. And by doing that, it was, that was a moment. That was a moment in my life and I've never been back to that sauna. I met my wife after um, my accident. We've been married 25 years. Oh, wow. Wow. And um, I like to think that's one of my greatest accomplishments is, Aww. you know, convincing her to say yes. Aww. But even to keep her, you know, you know, to keep her with for me 25 for years. 25 years. <laughs> Might be the greater achievement. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And um, So what was the question? So the question, you have to buy my book to uh, find out. I'm just kidding. I won't do that to Darn you. Listeners. I was going to buy the book anyway. Yeah. And you, and your listeners can come, can go to my website and get it if they want to. And we'll yeah, give them some Yeah, why don't you do love. that? Share right now. Because I'm so sure So if you go to griffinmotivation.com and uh, grab my book, if you buy both books, shipping's free. But because of your listeners. Oh, wow. I'm going to just send a little love out to them. Oh, wow. If they'll put the coupon code LOVE. Okay. L-O-V-E. Uh-huh. 50% off. Wow. So okay. Buy one, get one free, free shipping. Boom. You get two books for the price of one. And is going to teach you the, you know, the three D's that, uh, that lie at the foundation of every problem out there, I believe. 
And so you're also going to get the, the additional possibility principle that comes with it. That's the footings of the foundation. People pay me thousands of dollars to come teach them this. I'm going to include that and give it to your listeners. Wow. And, uh, and so. That's very generous. So if you're sitting there and you know you're in the sauna of self-pity right now, yeah. right? Time to get Griff's book. Jeff Griffin. It's griffinmotivation.com. And if you put the coupon code LOVE, mm-hmm. get 50% off plus free shipping. All right. We're golden. We got it. We got it, right? We got it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So we'll find the question there. So, you know, I... But I I'll tell you the answer. Do you, want, do you want to know what the question yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'll tell you the question. You don't have to, you don't have to buy my book to get the question. Like, the question that was asked to me from the prisoner that set me free from my prison was, why are you crying, dude? What did he say? Why are you crying, dude? Why are you crying? In a slurred speech, he was working out in the hot, at the prison, had an aneurysm in his brain, paralyzed on the right side of his body, couldn't speak. And the question that he asked me was, why are you crying, dude? And that snapped me out of my pity party wow. and caused me to look at things that I, what I, I focused on what I could do instead of what I couldn't do. And what I could do is I could go down to the front of the hospital, envision myself doing leg exercises, leg, leg extensions, leg squats, leg curls, even seeing myself walking down the road. And some of the heaviest lifting I've ever done in my life is between my ears. Oh, wow. Some of the heaviest lifting I've ever done in my life is in between my ears. Wow. And so are we willing and ready to take those steps that will change our present to improve our future in yeah. spite of our past, mm. in spite of the setbacks, in, in spite of the problems, in spite of, in spite of the past programming that we've been telling ourselves before. And, and so, you know, there's some, there's some beautiful things that, uh, some simple steps that we could, that we could share, but I'm sure we're running out of time here, but there are some simple steps that we could share that could really help your listeners get out of their own chair. Cause yeah, I may be physically paralyzed, but I believe we're, most of us are paralyzed from the demons of doubt, fear, and complacency. And, and some of us don't know where to begin because we don't know the steps. Some of us are like so overwhelmed with too many steps that we don't know where to begin. Some of us don't even know what we want. Yeah. And some of us are, are sharing you know, that same story over and over again, and they don't know where to begin. And that dream weaving is the, one of the first steps to begin. And then the possibility principle, and then the 3D, anyways, it's just, I love working with ladies who want to make the world a better place. Oh my gosh. Well, you're in the right place. That's our women. And I just have to say, you know, if you've listened to this episode and you're in that place where you are looking to really give yourself permission to be wealthy, one of the nuggets that I got from this is you have to be clear on what you want. And just in that clarity, you're helping yourself to define wealth for you and focus on what you can do instead of giving all the attention to what you can't do. Because as Jeff says, everything is possible. I'm possible, right? Instead of impossible. Correct. I love that. Well, thank you for being with us today. Thank for you. Your generous offer. Thank you for allowing me to be here. I always say that there's power in organized effort. Thanks for organizing this podcast. Thanks for organizing this tribe and this, this group of brilliant, beautiful individuals and and allowing me to shine a little bit of light on what you are doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.